Alrighty, good morning to all of you on this nice, well, it was raining. Now it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, really, man, I'm telling you. So, but anyway, make sure you got a got your Bible with you and make sure you got a copy of the scriptures there with you that we've printed off. And uh, we'll go to the Lord in prayer and get started on this. <clears throat> I was going to go through a somewhat lengthy part of this First John 4, but I decided to stop at verse 1 for y'all. So let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll be studying this morning, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, okay? And I'll explain some things to you. I thought it, because of the time in which we live, it'd be appropriate for me just to stop right there and share some things with you. Now let's ask God's blessings upon this. Heavenly Father, as we come to you right now, we thank you, dear Lord, for mercy and grace. We thank you, dear Lord, for those that are here this morning, and you got us here safely. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for your word. Lord, the most important thing in our life, apart from you physically and you spiritually, is the word of God. And now, Father, I pray that you would use this time, educate the people that are here. Lord, may they learn the word of God. And now, Father, we commit this time unto you. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> the Lord has given us the word of God so that we might know him. The Lord has given us the word of God so that we might know about him. The Lord has given us the word of God so that we might know about our spiritual life, our spiritual enemies, our spiritual struggles, ever so important to you and me. As we start off this morning here in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it said, Beloved, <clears throat> believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. You realize, folks, that one of the things we've got to deal with is the reality that from the beginning of religion, there's always been false prophets. The Jews had gobs of false prophets. Uh, and so when Christianity started, if, if the Jews were going to have false prophets, the Christians are going to have false preachers. And so it's when we look at the word of God compared to what's being said to the word of God, compared to what's being done to the word of God. And uh, that's where we'll learn the difference. Let me give you an example. I was scanning through a bunch of TV evangelists and guys that's on the internet and stuff. And it was interesting to me 
this, this one evangelist, he, he supposedly gets all kinds of converts and stuff. But I just sat there and listened to him preach for about 15 minutes. He slayed the word of God. I mean, he misinterpreted things. He twisted it and turned it. He risked the scripture. Unbelievable. And uh, the people that sit there, of course, they don't know anything about the word of God. So they just sat there and took it and some said amen. And uh, that's the difference when you compare what he was saying to the word of God. Two different things. So let's start, if you would, please. I, I, I was going to use several verses, but I decided just to stop on this and <clears throat> give you some. If it says, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. If you don't know how to try the spirit, then the whole lesson's a lost cause, isn't it? And my purpose in teaching the word of God is to give you the ability to know things, see things, compare things. And like I said, when God first saved me, I drove my preacher nuts. <laughs> I mean, uh, why, why, why? So anyway, let's get started, all right? Now, remember, we're talking about <clears throat> false prophets. We're talking about lying spirits. We're talking about try the spirits. If we know the word of God, we can know some things. Let's start. Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 5. It says this. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or wonder, and the sign or wonder come to pass. Oh, look at that now. Whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Look at verse 3. <clears throat> thou shalt not hearken. The word hearken means to hear and do. Hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Wow. So now, <clears throat> number one, verse one, Deuteronomy 13, one, it says that this dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder. And then verse two, it says in the sign or the wonder come to pass. Deceptive evidence. The first thing that these liars will do is they'll take their deceptive evidence and that's what they use to base their actions on, to base their message on, to base why you ought to follow that on. Is because they're using this Evidence, which is deceptive evidence, to bring you along with them. And so one of the things that you see with, with these healers and all that stuff is, man, they base everything upon their deceptive evidence. And so that's the first thing I want you to see. The second thing is this. <clears throat> there, what we find then 
in verse 2, And the sign or the wonder come to pass whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and <clears throat> let us serve them. So they take the deceptive evidence and then begin to try to lead you away from the true and the living God with deceptive words, corrupt words. And it's what they say here. Hey, now look here. This happened. It's right in your face. It really happened. So now let's go serve another God. It wasn't your God that done this. Let's go somewhere else. <clears throat> so we find then, to start off this lesson about but try the spirits, something we need to know about this. Well, in verse 3, it said, Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. In other words, <clears throat> loving the Lord with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul will give you stickability in the face of false evidence and false words. Remember now, the Bible says that if when the deception comes, it'll be so strong that if it were possible, even the elect, that's the saved people, could be deceived. So the deception is going to be really really strong. That's why it's so important for us to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul. Because that's going to be the foundation for our yeses and our noes. That's ever so important. Now watch this. In that verse 3, the Lord your God proveth you, that he's testing you, to know. So God's purpose allowed this to happen to see what you and me would do. Okay? Verse 4, Deuteronomy 13, 4, Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. There. Now that's what we're supposed to do. See that? And that's what we need to do. That one thing, nothing else. Obey his voice, fear him, obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. That's it. Nothing else. We shouldn't let anything else move us away from that. Now, look at the consequence with this lion prophet. Deuteronomy 13, 5. <clears throat> and that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death. And because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust thee out of the way 
which the Lord thy God commanded thee to walk in, so shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. Wow. <clears throat> Boy, we could fill up a graveyard today, couldn't we, if we practiced that? You see, <clears throat> you realize one of the things, folks, if you're going to try the spirits, one of the things you've got to ask, is this going to take me away from the Lord Jesus Christ? Is it going to change relationship with him? Just think of the occults that's around us that say that Jesus Christ is just a son of God. And they take away the deity of Christ. And uh, these lying prophets. I've got that Jehovah's Witness building up there by my house. And, uh, you know, they're part of the 144,000. But they never can answer my question when I say, well, what, what, what tribe of Israel are you out of? You know, and uh, they always want to choke and sputter on that point. <clears throat> but know this. You see, when, when challenging times come, the thing that's going to keep you and me stable is our love for the Lord. Amen. And uh, that's the one thing that will stabilize you and me. And that uh, down through the years, there's been multitudes of people that have suffered tremendously. They wouldn't deny the Lord. Uh, what was it that kept them there? Well, it was their love and appreciation for the Lord. That was just it. They wasn't going to do it. They wasn't going to deny the Lord. And so they prayed, paid a high price for that. All right. <clears throat> Watch this now. Jeremiah 5, 31. And then we're going to look at Jeremiah 29, 8 and 9. Let's see what happens here. The prophets prophesy falsely and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? Uh, <clears throat> religious corruption produces people that love corruption. And people that love corruption will flock to religious corruption. Right. And so, <clears throat> never forget that. You find then the prophets prophesy falsely and the priests bear rule by their means and my people love to have it so. Why do they like it? Because it's a convenient religion. It allows them to live in their sin, to live without repentance, and uh, still have religion. 
it, it amazes me <clears throat> how that works. But boy, it works, doesn't it? Uh, when people get their minds that when pe- people are, are so used to corruption in religion, and they get their minds set on something or someone, it's amazing what the guy can do and get away with. Yep, it's right. absolutely. I mean, T.D. Jakes has been caught and caught and caught. And they just, eh, you know, because that's what all of them do. You see, religious corruption produces people that love corruption. Okay? Now watch this. Go to verse, now, Jeremiah 29, 8. That was Jeremiah 5, 31. Now go to Jeremiah 29, 8. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Neither hearken to your dreams which ye cause to be dreamed. Now remember something. We're looking at 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. We've got to compare what they do and what they say to the word of God. That's the difference. Why do you think the occults have their own Bible? Because they had to have something that would support their own doctrine. Why does the Catholics have the Apocrypha stuck in there? Because the Apocrypha supports their doctrines. You see, and that's why you need to just use the good old King James Bible. Amen. It's an accurate translation. Right. And, uh, and that's what counts. It's not the fact that we have just something called a Bible. No, th- remember now, If you're going to deceive, you might as well deceive at the foundation. And when Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis on the doors at Vintenberg, the one thing that he started off with was sola scripture. In other words, Bible only. The Bible has the authority. Woo, Catholic Church didn't like that. You see... The Bible only, nothing else. That's why we've got to take the Word of God and stay with it, nothing else. Amen. Because remember something, <clears throat> whether it be the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, or the Catholic Church, uh, or any Protestant church. Now remember, Baptists are not Protestants, okay? Baptists are not Protestants. Protestants are is that group of people that came out of the Catholic Church. They protested against the Catholic Church and they came out. That's a Protestant, okay? Right. And Baptists were around along with 300 years before the Catholic Church ever started. That's right. 
<clears throat> and so, <clears throat> Baptists are not Protestant. We, we, we might protest against all that stuff, <laughs> but we didn't come out of it, okay? <clears throat> and when Martin Luther started espousing these doctrines, uh, <clears throat> he came out of it all right. They threw him out. But like one of his writings said, he, he didn't care because he didn't believe it anymore anyway. So <laughs> that, was, that ended that. <clears throat> now watch this. <clears throat> Jeremiah 29, 8 and 9. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Wow. Neither hearken to your dreams, which he caused to be dreamed. I, I read that a long time ago. I have never got over it because I have known multitudes of people over the years that um, over in West Kentucky, they got this saying, it's I think and I feel. <clears throat> that is their God. I mean, I don't care what the Bible says or anybody else says. I mean, if one of them dudes say, well, now I think or I feel, that's it. That's law to them. That's, right. that's it. They ain't, they ain't moving an inch. That's done. It's over with. That's it. I think and I feel. Uh, this, this neither hearken to your dreams. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, those amongst us, those that uh, have influence amongst us, If we don't stop and look, how did we get to where we're at? <clears throat> Do you realize we talk about Moody in the 1800s, Finney, big evangelist, Tory, big time evangelist. <clears throat> you realize that, number one, that uh, a public invitation like they do Right? Come on down here, get saved, all that kind of stuff. That didn't happen until the 1800s. A public invitation was never given because the gospel carries its own invitation. Mm -hmm. A public invitation wasn't given. That's a, that, that's a perversion of truth is what that is. The other thing is this, is that where did we get this, the, these conflicting doctrines? I mean... I get amazed at this. People go back and... Now, you got lots of Baptists today also. They go back and they hang on to James Arminius, Jacob Arminius, all right? And this Armenian doctrine, but where did that come from? What does it teach? Why is it that it was, it was the Methodists, the Wesleyan revivals here in America that shoved... Armenian doctrine and to the Baptist churches 
in America. Then guess who picked it up? The Catholics. They picked up the Armenian doctrine. And then the evangelists picked it up. And uh, how did we get to where we're at? We need to take the time to look back at the history of it so we'll know. And when you look at those truths, then you start listening. You can hear things. And remember something. When you hear it, you can understand it. If God will give you the wisdom or the knowledge to do that. Which is extremely important to all of us. I'll deal with that somewhat in a message. But now look, but try the spirits. Boy, that's important. Because now neither hearken to your dreams. Now watch this, boy. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Where are they at? They're in the midst of us. Now just think about this. Uh, It's interesting to me. You parents, if your children came home from school and said, how am I supposed to learn something? Everybody in my class has a different math book. Everybody in my class has a different history book. And uh, the teacher's teaching from one book. The guy next to me has got a different history book. I got another history book. This is confusing. But now just think about it. People come to church and the preacher never says a cotton-picking thing about everybody sitting out there with different books. They say, well, they like to use that. Pardon me, pardon me. I want you all to understand this real good, right? It might offend some of you, but that's good. You need it, right? Amen. That, That was... that. That thought pattern was dug straight out of the pits of hell by the devil. That's right. Right? So let me say all this to you. The devil can take that philosophy right back to hell with him. Amen. The reality of it is this. I'm standing here trying to get you to use a word of God that has a historical background to it that has a reason for it what was it translated from you got to realize we got this deception today Uh, the worst place for a christian to go is into a bookstore christian bookstore of course 90 percent of it's trinkets anymore but the reality of it is this You know, it's like the NIV, non-inspired version. That's what it is. 26,000 deletions out of the book. But look who promotes it. You got people like the Southern Baptist Convention and others promoting it. And it's nothing but a loose leaf piece of trash is all it is. You see, it's deception. Look what it says. Read the verse. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. I get stuff all the time out there in the mail 
like I've told you this before, that's just amazing to me. Come, Jonas, come, Jonas, come, Jonas. I listen. When I was a lost guy drinking liquor, smoking cigars, I wouldn't have joined them. Right. And now that I'm saved, I surely wouldn't join them. Amen. But boy, these lost religious people think that garbage is great. It's nothing but the deception that's amongst us. Move on. Jeremiah 29, 9. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. I have not sent them. That's right. You hear all kinds of crazy stuff. I know a missionary that went to a church and the pastor asked him, how many souls have you won in the past week? He said, man, I'm living in a motorhome going from place to place to place. He said, you haven't led anybody to the Lord the past week? He said, no. Witness to some folks, but hadn't done that. He said, well, just go out in your motorhome and leave. I don't want you here then. I'm not going to support anybody that don't lead anybody to the Lord, three or four people a week to the Lord. What you got right there is a charlatan, a liar, first class. People don't save people. God saves people. And remember this. No conviction, no conversion. Got it? No conviction, no conversion. The Holy Spirit has got to do His work. That's what counts. Matthew 7, 15 to 20 here real quick. I've got this. Now watch this. Remember, we're talking about try the spirits, right? Matthew 7, 15 to 20. I've got it in red for a reason. Here we go. Verse 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. All right. Now get this. In other words, they look good. Right? Man, they look good. They dress good. Man. But inwardly, inwardly. (laughs) Some of you young folks don't remember this, but some of you older folks do. Uh, They were some of them old TV evangelists. Tammy Faye, buddy. She she had enough makeup on her face to paint a barn. But inwardly, look at it inwardly. Verse 16, ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. What do they believe about God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, the Lord's church? 
Now remember this. The one thing that you don't hear anymore that's died out is the fact this universal church lie has taken over. The Lord built only one church that was a visible body like this right here. This is the church, all right? The church at Sardis, the church at Corinth, and so on. There's no such thing as a universal church. In other words, people don't know the difference now between the church and the family. The family of God is all inclusive of all believers. I don't care if you're going to hear China, wherever you go. Man, they're brothers and sisters in the Lord. Right? But that's not the church. That's the family of God. And so they teach the lie to get people away from the church. The Bible says the Lord loved the church and gave himself for it. Amen. So, listen, anything that the Lord loves, the devil's going to try to pervert it. Anything the Lord loves, the devil's going to do all he can just to mess it up. And what's two things that's really good? The Word of God. Jesus said, Lo, I come in the volume of a book. It's written of me. Amen. So the devil says, I've got to mess the book up. Then the Lord said, I love, the, the Bible says, uh, the Lord loved the church and gave, oh, he loved the church. Well, I've got to go mess that up. Because the church is his bride, right? And so everything, everything that the Lord puts value in, just look at this, everything the Lord puts value in, the devil is going to attack it. All right? Now, right before I take you down here and finish this up, you know, like I said, you know, when God first saved me, there was one verse, just one little old verse that just hung me out to dry. I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't even pronounce Deuteronomy. Wouldn't even make an attempt to pronounce some of that Old Testament stuff anyway. And, uh, but there was one, one question, I, I just happened to read it. And buddy, I, I was reading along there and said, Jesus said, I'll build my church. Singular. I said, whoa, I'll build my church. I said, whoa, 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 hold it. If he's going to build his church, well, which one is it? Which one is it? So if he's going to build his church, then number one, it had to start in Palestine. Right? Number two, he had to put it together. Number three, what type of doctrine did it have? I'm a Baptist Amen. by conviction. Amen. I'm a Baptist because of the Catholics, the Methodists, the Presbyterians, all the Protestants made me one. I mean, a guy down the street from us told my wife the other day, well, the Catholic Church was the first church. The Catholic Church don't even believe that. 
you know, he's got some lying priest telling him that. But Lord, I, I sat in the Catholic library for months reading, and they'll admit that they really didn't get organized or started until the third century. You see, it's lies. And, and just like there's some Baptist churches that uh, if, I, if I had to drive by them, I'd go around the block. I mean, there's a crooked. The Word of God. Watch this now. What, let's go down to Matthew 24, 4 down there at the bottom. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Take heed that no man deceive you. That's important. If somebody wants to take authority over the word of God, get away from them. Run from them. Leave them alone. If they claim that they've got authority over the word of God, they're they're 100% heretical. That's what caused Martin Luther to get in trouble. Matthew 24, 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now, now look at that. I want you to see that. It said, but try the spirits. And Now watch this. They're going to come and say, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. The only way they can deceive those people, number one, those people have to be lost, unsaved people, without the Holy Spirit. Two, The only way they can deceive those people is the fact that those people know nothing about the Word of God. Three, they're going to offer them religion that'll be pleasing to them. And, uh, huh, you know, it's kind of interesting that... uh, you look at some of these mega churches, and how did they get so big? Because they offered people what they wanted. Right. Right? There's this guy out in California, has this church called Saddleback Church. Anybody know his name? Yep. Rick Warren. And if you read some of the stuff that he puts out, he is totally, he, one thing stands out with him. As you come to this church, you come any way you want to, do anything you want to, just come in amongst us. Uh, God said, be ye holy for I'm holy. Amen. God's got guidelines for people. And it's amazing. I, they'll, they'll say they're Christ and shall deceive many. Isn't it a shame? Deceive how many? Many. Many will follow that. Jesus Christ, they don't even know how Christ is going to come back. But they'll follow him. Hello, Jim Jones. I'll, I'll, I'll stir up some pink Kool-Aid for y'all. That's right. 
You see, lost people are looking for religion of some type. Sometimes it's exclusive, sometimes it's inclusive. Know this, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and Christianity is exclusive, not inclusive. And that's one thing that pains, pains the world is the fact that Christianity is exclusive, not inclusive. 2 Peter 2, 1 to 3. I'll take a couple extra minutes here and cover this real quick. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. How do you like that? You got to check it out. False teachers among you. This is Second Peter. Who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now for a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Let me touch on three things real quick. First of all, these false teachers are going to be among you. That's why it's so important for the men of the church, the women of the church, to know the word of God. That, that's why it's so important. I've, I've done it before and I'll do it again. I, I, I tolerate so much in the pulpit, but there was a guy who got in the pulpit one time and he started talking crazy. And uh, I just sat there for a minute and I thought to myself, all right, sheepdog, what you going to do? And I put the brakes on that dude right there. You see, they're going to bring in damnable heresies if you let them. They're false teachers. Next thing is this, verse, verse 2. Pernicious ways means highly destructive ways, all right? They're deadly ways. And look what it does. It, it, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. In other words, these false preachers, these false teachers, these people that's deceived, they want to talk against. All right? The truth. They want the truth to become an evil way. All right? And they're going to call it an evil way. Let them. You'll know them by their fruits. Right. Right. And then last, verse 3, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. Feign words means false words, made up words, imagined words, invented things, pretend things. Shall make merchandise of you. Tell you, you know, let me tell you how that works. If you got a cold in your nose, you send me five dollars, I'll send you a handkerchief. We prayed over it and you blow your nose on that thing and buddy will hear you. If you got back trouble, Walt, you send me a hundred dollars. We'll pray over this bed sheet. You put that thing on your bed and sleep on it and your back will be better the next morning. <laughs> I've heard them lying scoundrels say that. That's right. They're making merchandise of you. That's right. All you have to do is listen to the 
500 Club. Like one said, you need to listen to the Hellbound Club. Boy, I mean, they'll sell you anything. They'll sell you stuff, buddy. I'm telling you what, you could, it'll, it'll heal holes in your donuts. I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it? But look, the Word of God says, and they with feigned words, in other words, hypocritical words, whatever, make merchandise of you. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I got to take a look at John Hagee. He had this dietitian on there. Man, he was talking big about diets, 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 right? And I looked at John Hagee and I thought, partner, you, you need to take some of your own advice. My goodness. Have you seen him lately? Why, if he fell in the water at the zoo, they thought a, a walrus had got loose. I, I can see him st- stepping up on a scale somewhere, right? He'd peg him out. But he wants you to buy his book. He's making merchandise of you. Let's all stand. Time's gone. Time is gone. Remember now, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Try the spirits. Listen. Just because you accept it doesn't mean it's true. You see that? We need to learn to accept truth. Prove it to me. You need to learn to accept truth even about our own selves. That's (laughs) bad. That's bad. Brother Floyd, dismiss us in prayer, please.